week's practice. Uh, off week last week, came to good time. Like I said, you got some nicks and knacks and guys getting healthy. We had some good practices. Uh, back some fundamental work, worked on some future opponents and opponents, South Carolina plus other things we got in practice. Um, <clears throat> look at South Carolina, very good football team, playing very well right now, the four and two. Uh, doing a great job in all three phases of what they're doing up front. They have experience on defense. Uh, Pickens and Birch up front, plus their D-line do a great job. Backers are active. Secondary does a really good job. Uh, Spencer Rattler's doing a good job at quarterback. The running back can really, uh, number one, can really run the ball. He's running really, really hard. Receivers are making plays. Experienced offensive line, so good group. Uh, special teams always done a great job. They block five punts on the year. Uh, five different punts on the, on the year. So I think special teams, uh, good returners, good kickers, those type of things. Uh, South Carolina's are always a very tough place to play. It's a great atmosphere over there, great environment, especially being a night game. So they'll be juiced and ready. And we need to be able to bring our A game, be able to play well, and finish out the second half of the season and play good football. Questions? Down front, Brett. You had mentioned uh, Haynes King's foot. Is there any update on his status? And if not, if he's not able to go, is Connor Wagner he's the going. guy? He, he's ready to go? Yeah. Max Wright, is he a good guy to have around in your program, a guy who's willing to switch sides of the ball and so forth and do whatever? Oh, Max is phenomenal. Need. Max is a phenomenal guy. Great leader, great caring guy, understands, been around, understands the big picture of things, not only what he does playing-wise, sacrifices, total team guy, but can correlate that and get that get that across to players. Does a great job with his leadership, and, and guys respect him a lot because of how hard he works, the things he goes through, the way he goes about his business, just an outstanding, outstanding human being. And player for us, doing a great job. Right, right, Cole. Jimbo, how do you keep the momentum in practice during a bye week after a game such as Alabama? Well, you go back to fundamentals. You go back to, I mean, again, you know, the reasons if you, the things you did wrong, thing you did right is fundamentals. And back to good practice. We had good spirited practices and, you know, execute well. We need to look forward to that today. I'm, I'm anxious to see what, how, how we come back out there today. And then when you look at the film, do you, you said that you kind of got to, and the players said that they got to spend a little bit more time of prepping for South Carolina, but they also started to look ahead at Ole Miss a little bit. How do you keep the competitive balance, making sure that they stay competitive and looking just at South Carolina? Oh, they will, South Carolina. But you're off, we guess what we do. We always, you put, you know, if there's teams of your next six opponents, not just uh, Ole Miss, there's six opponents that we have broken down, we've already had broken down from things they've done. And if there's special things they do that are just a little bit unique or different, you always throw those into practice just to introduce them to guys. So when game week comes, it's not the first time they've ever seen that. That's something we've done for years and years and uh, always have done that. So don't know how to get back to – because this week will all be South Carolina. The last week was a mixture of the different opponents we had coming. Second row, David, and then to the left. Jimbo, how did Cam Dewberry grade out afterwards? Solidly. Played very well, did some good things. I mean, made a few mistakes, but for how fast that game was, who he's playing against, what happened, the atmosphere, the environment, thought he did a really nice job. Very physical, very tough, very intelligent guy. I think, again, very pleased with his progress. That's another guy. You know, didn't get out the blocks. I mean, it wasn't bad, but just like a normal freshman. All of a sudden, man, it just starts clicking. It's coming on, and you feel very comfortable putting him in the game. He's practiced very well and very excited to have him ready to go and be able to get in rotation. And are you surprised at the amount of freshmen that have contributed at this high of a level? No, not really, because, I, I mean uh, – you can be surprised or not surprised. Nothing surprises me anymore because I think guys, they've worked at it. They've had good summers. A lot of them came in early, I think, which helps. It's not mandatory, I mean, and, and guys having success. But and a lot of them that are now starting to have success, you know, were guys that came in and there. So it doesn't really surprise me that much. There's a good group of them, and, and they are very conscientious and very intelligent. Front left, Zach, and then to the right, Travis. Jimbo, with this being the exact midpoint in the mm -hmm. season, does it almost feel like, I wouldn't say it's a new season, but it seems like there's a little bit of a refreshment 
part of it or well anytime you come off an off week you do you get to refresh your buttons you get to heal up you get to get your mind clear and where it's not just that continuous week in week out you got to take a deep breath and then you come back i mean anytime that off week comes it feels like it is this the second season it's a it's a new season to a point and 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 how you go about it but it's always been that way i mean it is for me is when you have off weeks don't see whether it's eight weeks in six weeks in ten weeks in front row right travis mentioned the 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 nicks and acts there how how much was the bye week a, a time that guys were able to heal up and there's and, always good bye week <laughs> bye yeah. week is never coming a bad time i don't care where you're at and, and then is there any guys uh who who might be done for the year with any of the injuries they have so far well, we'll have to wait and see that's, that's not for me to say but most of our guys hopefully we'll, we'll have them ready to go i know i know moco had surgery is he expected to be out for well I, again that's just depending on however long the recovery i i, I don't know the recovery time and what that is Go back to the back on the right, Justin or Ben or both. Thanks for waiting for the mic. Coach, uh, how do you feel like the game against Alabama, what it did for you all from a maturation standpoint? Well, I mean, again, like I say, there's no more victories. And, and, and I think it shows you that what we're capable of and how we can do things. But we have to find a way to make those plays to get over the hump, whether it's in, in any three phases of what we do. And, and uh, but hopefully we can build from it, at least from a confidence standpoint, they know that we who we who we're on the field with. But again, that that doesn't take any precedence for what you do at South Carolina. You got to go back and play well and and prepare well and remember the things you did well and things you you made mistakes in the Alabama game, one way or the other. So hopefully you can be, you try to build from everything, but hopefully that'll give us some confidence and be able to keep going. Staying back behind the lights, Justin. Jimbo, is there a scenario where Connor could play a few series here and there against South Carolina? Uh, I don't know. We'll wait and see. He'll keep practicing. He's practicing well, and, and uh, Haynes is practicing well, so we'll go. And, and as far as Haynes, how he played against Alabama, obviously was getting hit a lot and, and stuck in there. I'm going to tell you what now. You toughness. go back and watch that film, he made a lot of plays. Made a lot of plays against some tough situations, some tough uh, scenarios, and, and kept us in it in his legs and things he did and, and made a lot, of, a lot of really good things in that game. I mean, a few mistakes here and there, but he still did some great things in that game. And uh, when you really look, watch the film and why things happened and what went on around him. Staying back behind the lights to the left, Tyler. Jimbo, when you, you have a South Carolina team that's also coming up a bye week, and they've got some confidence, you know, beating Kentucky and, and games like that. Um, just kind of how tough is this one going to be? I guess what, what – um, It's going to be an extremely tough game. I mean, all the games in this league. I don't care who you play in this league. Everybody's got players and everybody, especially on the road and the SEC. Man, yeah, they're, they're tough. And they're on, on home, they're tough. I mean, just SEC games in general. This team's playing very well. They were, like I said, the Kentucky game. Remember, they got a turnover on the first play. Got a, uh, got back to two. They blocked a punt in that game. Uh, got points out of that. I mean, so you know, I mean, they're very opportunistic in what they've done and and how they play. And 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 uh, you got a very good football team. And then do you feel like the, the offense kind of took a step forward the, the week before against Alabama? And, and what kind of progress have you seen from those young guys? Well, I mean, they're getting better and learning to be more consistent. And we're learning still, still, you know, we still are work in progress and got to get better. And what we do, still a lot of room to grow. So, but we're getting, we're growing and just hope we can grow faster and faster. To the left, Cease. Where do you feel your run defense is? And uh, the injuries part of that problem? No consistency. No. Well, I mean, there's, Alabama's a good running team. You're playing against one, a phenomenal back. That guy's one of the best in the business. And uh, and you're still you're young up front at different things. And, and like things, it's, a lot of things, it's not physical. It's meant, I mean, two guys fit one gap, and all of a sudden there's a seam. You know what I mean? And guys like that. That's that's kind of the mistakes that we're making in the run game, not getting it spilled to the right guy or taking it on with the wrong shoulder or just two guys getting in one gap. And as far as that goes, the physicality part of it, I feel very confident in. We just got to make sure we're how we fit things. Front left, Zach. 
Staying on that side of the ball, Jibbo, how pleased were you with those young defensive linemen and the pressure they were able to put on the quarterback against Alabama? We did. We, did. we got pressure. We got some, uh, got some, made him move the pocket, made him get out of the pocket. Sometimes, of course, he ran pretty good, but but uh, they did a really nice job. They're physical. They're changing the last game. It was good to get McKinley back. McKinley was very physical inside and disrupting. Had great penetration, great push from what he was doing and how things – and that's the first time he's been on the field all year. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a big lift for us. But those edges where guys are doing good digs, they're getting better and better each week. Front right, Cole, and then Travis. Jimbo, last year Shane kind of established a bit of a culture in South Carolina, and Buzz Williams has a very good relationship with him. What is it about him that you've noticed about his coaching style that players seem to gravitate to? I, I've never coached with I mean, I know him. I mean, he's a very great guy, and he's been around coaching his whole life. I mean, his dad was one of the great coaches in college football history. So when you grow up like that, you understand probably how to relate to people, how to talk to people, and what, what the game's all about, the ups and downs. And I'm sure he has a lot of life experiences that even were his dad's, but he got to be experienced just like my kids do. I mean, sometimes I, I talk to my kids, and they're like they're 10 years older than they are about situations because they've just been around it their whole life. And I think that's being a coach's son gives you a lot of uh, vision and understanding sometimes when you're a young coach that you, you normally wouldn't have because you've had those experiences growing up. And, of course, his dad, like I said, I have great respect for his dad, great respect for Shane. They're, they're doing an outstanding job of what he's doing at South Carolina. And then when you go back and look at what you saw from Spencer during the pre-scouting process when you were trying to recruit and all that, where have you seen him fully improve and where are some areas that you kind of noticed that he was taking those necessary steps when he was still in high school? Well, I, I don't I mean, I remember watching him in high school, but, I mean, I knew he was a very, very talented guy, could throw it, could run. And he never made very many mistakes in high school. <laughs> they, uh, they were up and down the field, and he killed everybody. But, I mean, this is like in the college game. Everything, the reads, the pressures, the different defenses, the things you go, there's a maturation process that you got to go through. And he seems to be doing that very well. And, and he's leading them and got great arm talent and, you know, just got a great presence back there playing quarterback. Front right, Travis. Uh, how strange of a situation was it on, on Thursday having to deal with the, the bomb threat? And, and how much did that change? Or, or disrupt the schedule. Uh, well, it did. It cost us. A, we didn't practice that day, and because of the time they got everything swept and everything out of there, and it was not, you know, you couldn't do it. And then I, that's my first on that one. <laughs> I did the first on that one. I hate, I hated that. And because uh, we needed, we always need to work. You always need to practice. You always want to be out there. But just glad everyone was safe, and they, and then you know, the people here were right on top of it. And safety was number one for our kids first, and they got everything swept, made sure everything was okay. It was great as far as that goes. But I mean, I hated that we missed practice. You know, didn't want to miss that. To the left, cease. It seemed like King played so much better against Alabama than he did the first two games. You reviewed the film. Was that the case? And, yeah. and if so, why, you think? Well, not the first game. He had a mistake or two, but I could keep saying. And in the second game, he could have made some plays at the end, but there was a lot of plays he made early in the games that were there that weren't having nothing to do with him, that other people need to finish up. And like you see now, we're all byproduct of the people around us and how we play, especially at quarterback. I mean, what are we saying right now? The two greatest quarterbacks maybe of our era, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, are, have their lowest QBRs or their lowest win records or lowest whatever. I mean, you have to play well. I don't care who – that shows you. My point is it shows you those two are as good as anybody in our that in my time that we've lived in the last 15, 20 years. You've got to play well around them for them to be able to function and do things. You know, And then, then in time, as they get older and more experienced, they learn to – as I say, clean up the messes of other people more and more. But still, you have to, you know, it's still a team game. You know what I'm saying? And But I think he's growing, he's maturing, he's practicing. He took those times off that in his time he didn't powder where it. He, got, he worked on getting better, that knowing if he had another opportunity, he wanted to play well. And he still, you know, he still got to continue to play better than he did because you never are good enough. Not good enough is never good enough. But that's just who Haynes is and who he is as a person. He's going to work and, and grind and play as best he can. 
All right, Coach. Thanks for your time. Good. Thank you, guys.